News, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's Kyle Henderson along with Andrew Bone. Jaquincy McKinstry has just committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Bone, this is a prospect we've been talking about for a long time. Number one player in the state of Alabama has committed to Nick Saban. What does this mean? Huge commitment for Alabama, um, you know, in many ways. I mean, you get the number one player in the state of Alabama on board, um, you know, and it's a you know big position of need, cornerback. Um, you know, Kool-Aid, one of the you know absolute best defensive backs in the entire country, rated number two corner overall on uh, on Rivals.com. So huge commitment, especially when, uh, you know, many were thinking uh, that he was going to go to Auburn, um, you know, a month ago. Um, you know, we started hearing, you know, some Alabama chatter over the course of the last, uh, you know, couple weeks, and um, he announced, for the Crimson Tide today, but you know, winning the in-state battle, uh, huge for the Crimson Tide. I mean, you know, this is an elite player. Uh, you know, somebody who can come in and, and and make a big impact. I mean, he's got all the physical tools that you look for. Uh, you know, we've been talking about Kool-Aid since uh, since his sophomore year. I mean, everyone knew that Kool-Aid was going to be the uh, you know the best player in the state of Alabama when he became a senior. You know, he shined when he was a sophomore at Pinson Valley High School, and it's continued to develop uh, the last couple of years. And you know, people shy away from him. Um, you know, he goes, he plays on both sides of the ball, uh, you know, just to get a little bit of action. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, he's certainly a, uh, an elite football player and, and somebody that Alabama highly coveted for a long time and, you know, just adds to its elite defensive back class. Well, and when we look at uh, Kool-Aid as an overall prospect, I mean, how important is it for Nick Saban and his program to get the number one player in the state of Alabama um, to, to continue to take care of that backyard. We've talked about it again and again over the last couple of years. Nick Saban does such a great job taking care of the state of Alabama. Um, looked like, you know, towards the end, you know, we we're, you know, wondering where he was going to go. But in terms of Nick Saban just keeping, um, you know, th the best in the state of Alabama to Alabama, I mean, how important is that? Oh, it's, uh, I think it's very important, uh, you know, to get the top player in the state and win the recruiting battle, you know, in state, you know, overall, I think it's always, uh, you know, a big plus, uh, you know, you don't want these, you know, you know, these top level guys to go out of state or to go to Auburn. Yeah. You want to keep them, uh, you know, at the University of Alabama, you want to make sure that you're landing these these elite prospects, and that's what makes Alabama, you know, such an elite program year in and year out. They're able to, you know, not only go out to, uh, you know, California or South Florida or you know the Northeast or Texas and and land you know elite prospects. They're able to keep uh, the top prospects in the state of Alabama home. Now we've seen some top players, you know, leave the state, but it doesn't happen too often. And, and Nick Saban, uh, Alabama, you know, that coaching staff are able to, you know, really corral those guys in and do a great job. I mean, we all thought, um, you know, August and September that uh, that Kool-Aid was going to Auburn. I mean, and, and you know, he was, he even said that's where he was going to go. And, you know, something changed with him, and he decided that he wanted to go to the University of Alabama. You got to give, give a lot of credit to Nick Saban, to Carl Scott. You know, those guys really took uh, complete control of his recruitment and, and did a tremendous job landing him. Um, so it's a big kudos, especially to Coach Scott, because you know, that was his, uh, his prize recruit in this class uh, in the defensive backfield, and he was able to land him. I mean, wh what does this mean in terms of, you know, this class overall being, you know, close to being filled up? Because a lot, a lot of people continue to ask about Terry and Arnold. Um, does DeQuincy landing with Alabama or committing to Alabama mean that it's it's over for Terry and Arnold? Or is there still a possibility that Alabama gets both DeQuincy along with Terry and Arnold? 
Alabama has a great defensive back class right now. I mean, you know, probably, in my opinion, the best in the country. I think there's some guys that are very underrated in this class. You know, even Mike Farrell has said that he feels like, you know, a couple of these, you know, three stars should be four stars like Darius Callaway and Devontae Smith. Uh, you know, you, th you throw in, uh, you know, Kyrie Jackson, who, you know, in my opinion, is the best defensive uh, back in uh, in junior college. It's come in and, you know, can, 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 make a tremendous impact early on in his career uh, in Tuscaloosa. You also have Kane Williams, who's an elite safety. Um, you know, now you have Kool-Aid. So you got, you really have an elite defensive back class right now. You know, can can they add another one? You know, they certainly want to add Terry Arnold. I mean, just because DeQuincy McKinstry committed to Alabama today doesn't mean Alabama is going to slow down at all in, in trying to pull in uh, Terry Arnold. You know, Sage Ryan, you know, elite safety out of Louisiana, another guy that Alabama's uh, you know, still heavily pursuing. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Now, you know, will this be used as some ammunition, uh, you know, by some other schools uh, now that Alabama has five defensive back commitments, uh, you know, schools that are trying to recruit uh, Terry Arnold, you know, probably so. I mean, there's, you know, I think Alabama would probably use that, uh, you know, if some other school had five or six defensive back commitments. So, um, you know, Alabama still really wants Terry Arnold. We'll see how it goes. He should be putting out a top five here pretty soon. But, you know, as of right now, I, you know, he remains a uh, top priority and plans on waiting until, uh, you know, a little bit closer to signing day to make a decision. Bone, for, for you, when you look at a prospect like Jaquincy McKinstry, what are your biggest questions about him as he finishes up uh, his senior season and, and starts to head to Alabama? I mean, in, in terms of uh, do you think this guy is an immediate impact player? Um, do you think this guy is, is a corner? Is he a star position player? Can you elaborate? And maybe like what are your questions about him kind of going in? Yeah, you know, I, I really think he's a uh, he's a corner. I mean, he can play, you know, just about any position in the defensive backfield. But I, I think Alabama recruited him strictly to play corner. I mean, he's got elite ball skills. You know, he's got great speed, uh, great quickness. Um, uh, it's got great hand-eye coordination. I just think he's just an overall, you know, an elite athlete. I mean, like I said earlier, he plays on both sides of the ball and performs extremely well on both sides of the ball. So, you know, can he potentially, you know, move up to that five-star uh, ranking on rivals. I, I think there's a very good chance of that happening because he's having a great season uh, so far at Pinson Valley. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, I think he still you know, can continue to get you know a little bit more physical. He's about 175, 180 pounds right now. Get a little bit thicker because you know he's going to have to go up against some. Uh, you know, going to have to come up and make some big tackles against some big SEC backs, and he'll get used to that once he gets to Alabama. But you know, Alabama's you know recruiting him to cover def uh, wide receivers, so you know, I think he's got the skill set to do that. At, you know, at an elite level and very high level. I mean, we've seen Alabama, you know, sign so many great defensive backs, you know, through the years, especially some guys, you know, from in-state, you know, even from the Birmingham area, you know, Marlon Humphrey, you know, one of the highest paid, uh, you know, defensive players in the NFL, just got absolutely paid uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that uses, uh, you know, that can be some motivation uh, for Kool-Aid moving forward. And, you know, I think he's, you know, a little bit like uh, Trevon Dix. I think he has that kind of similar skill set. Um, that's kind of who I compare him to. And I think he, like I said, I want him to see him get a little bit bigger, a little bit more physical, but you know, everything else is there so far. And, you know, working with uh, Coach Saban and Coach Scott here in the future uh, is going to pay off tremendously. That was uh, Andrew Bone of uh, BamaInsider.com. And next up, I have a great interview uh, with Chad Simmons. Chad Simmons, uh, you know, Southeast analyst for Rivals.com. Here's Chad Simmons talking about uh, Jaquincy McKinstry, somebody that he covered and has great detail on. 
Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Kyle Henderson along with Chad Simmons. Hey, what's going Chad, on, everyone? Tell everybody it's Kyle about your position at Rivals. I mean, you get around. Everybody knows you, but I mean, your exact position. I mean, you're you're in Alabama. You're in Georgia. You're in Florida. I mean, tell everyone kind of about your job at Rivals.com. Well, first off, man, blessed to do what I do. Love to do what I do. Uh, have the opportunity to get out and, and see guys. I think the key to everything, no matter what you do, is relationships and kind of you know who you know, who trusts you. Uh, the sources you have in our industry. And that, that's a big part for me of face-to-face -face communication and getting to know who I am and so on. But I'm a Southeastern recruiting analyst uh, over the states now of Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee. So uh, at different times, I've had Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, and stuff like that. But right now, it's those four states. That's kind of where I'm going to grind you know, pretty much every day. All right, Chad. Uh, Jaquincy McKinstry is in for the Alabama Crimson Tide. You've seen him. Um, what do you like about Jaquincy? Um, looks like Alabama rec recruiting him as a corner. Um, what have you seen from his game? What type of person is he? What, what does he bring to the table? Kyle, I think you have to start with just athleticism, just the athlete that he is. People that know him and have followed him and, and tracked him as a recruiter, as a player, know he's a basketball star as well. He wants to try at least for a year uh, two sports at Alabama, basketball and football. So I think – that alone stands out, you know, him able to, you know, garner attention as a basketball guy, uh, whether it be from lower level schools. But uh, as a football player, you know, he, he's, I think, again, just a straight athlete. He plays, you know, I was talking to his head coach, Sam Shady, played at Alabama mm -hmm. uh, years ago, uh, said he was surprised from the get going to that job that he was not pursued more as a wide receiver because of how athletic he is on the offensive side. I think, you know, his quickness, his twitch, the ball skills, uh, he's, a, for a corner, a very good frame, around six feet tall, long arms. He has that quick space, uh, short space quickness to turn and, and redirect and run with top wide receivers. And uh, he has to get bigger, has to get stronger, has to, I think, really refine his game as a corner, um, as a DB. He's now playing free safety this year for Pinson Valley. So I think, you know, giving up offense, giving up eventually, hopefully, basketball and putting all his time at Alabama in as a cornerback, he can be about as good as he wants to be. Here with Chad Simmons of Rivals.com, covers the Southeast for Rivals.com. Um, Chad, when we look at Jaquincy and kind of the recruiting uh, process, you know, throughout his time, who did it come down to, in your opinion, kind of during the final stretch with the LSU, Auburn, Alabama? Is that safe to say? Yeah, I think it's safe to say LSU was a distant third in his final three. You know, this one – it definitely has some twists and turns, you know, over the last few months without question. And that's just part of those relationships I develop and getting different information from different ways. And with a guy like McKinstry, you have to have that because he's not going to be a guy that talks a lot about his recruitment. He's not going to put a whole lot out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so you got to be able to kind of put the pieces together based on who you trust and what you hear behind the scenes with him. And uh, there's no doubt that I think at the very beginning of his recruitment, you know, maybe two or so years ago, Bama was viewed probably as the favorite, the front runner to land him. Over time, you know, schools like Clemson got very much involved. LSU was in the final three, but it came down to Auburn. And Auburn, just I would say two months ago, was trending heavily to land McKinstry. And I think just the persistence and the consistency and just the everyday product that Bama puts on the field and what they've done with guys at his position – uh, he's close with guys like Carl Scott. Nick Saban was very much involved. Their development of defensive backs, I think, speaks nationally across the country. Uh, and Bama, I think just their play more than anything this season, 
I think, won out for him. I think at one time he could have been what we call that silent commit to Auburn. Uh, they were that high on his list, you know, late in the summer, even early into the fall, I think. But just, again, the consistency of what Bama puts out week in and week out and their performance and their coaching staff, I think, won out in the end. Here with Chad Simmons of Rivals.com. Chad, when we look at uh, Jaquincy, um, I mean, how important do you think it is when you kind of look at this this overall class that Alabama's built up as well? I mean, uh, I mean, Alabama currently the number one team in the Rivals.com recruiting rankings. I mean, did that also weigh into the fact that, you know, because Savages want to play with Savages, so to speak. So, um, I mean, did that probably weigh into it as well that, you know, Jaquincy wanted to be a part of kind of the larger spectrum and join this very dynamic class? You know, I would say maybe a little, if any, with him. He's a different guy. Doesn't get caught up in kind of where he's going, where he's not going. Uh, he's not worried about even that much about depth charts and things like that, at least based on what, you know, my time interaction with him. Uh, now, he, he's going to make his own decision, you know, for him and what he feels is best and right for him uh, to get as far as he wants to go. And that's what I think put Bama there. No doubt that he wants to play, like you said, with Savages and, and the cream of the crop players, which we know Alabama is going to get every cycle under Nick Saban. So he will go into a great environment to push himself, to better himself, uh, and really you know, take his game hopefully to that next level at Alabama. But he's almost like a cherry on top for Alabama. You know, Alabama is going to sign – you know, a top class with or without McKinstry, but keeping the number one player in your state at home when not so long ago he was trending towards Auburn where he's got close friend Bo Nix playing quarterback there who often that would be a, a basic kind of almost like a package deal in some way a couple years apart. Um, so it's a great win for Alabama. And again, he's going to add just another great athlete to this talented Alabama class. All right. A couple more, Chad. Um, Number one, who is he comparable to when you kind of look at the the overall, when you look at Jaquinty McKinstry in terms of the talent, um, you know, what he brings to the table? You know, I'm not good on – I hate to kind of compare. I'm not a big comparison guy just because this adds more pressure to when they step on the campus and it makes me saying, okay, you're an NFL-type guy. I mean, what he is is just a great, versatile athlete who could play anywhere, I feel like, in the secondary, meaning corner – that star money position to free safety, yeah. you know, and to me that the questions I've had about McKinstry really all along, he's a top 50 player in America. So obviously he's very highly thought of, but my thing about him is, is just how much does he love the game of football? We know he loves basketball. He always talks about basketball. He talks about hoops. He talks about wanting to play in college. You know, is he willing to give that up and take that love he has in his heart basketball and put all of his heart with football mm -hmm. does want to go out there and get dirty and get sweaty under Nick Saban under Carl Scott and develop into that elite guy who could be that Sunday player hopefully down the road uh you know for me just the comparison thing is not I'm not I'm not big on that kind of thing but he is an elite talent uh who has the Sunday talent if he wants to get there all right I wanted to uh to bring this up this is um Alabama's uh, commitment list, um, not the whole thing, but maybe guys that you've seen kind of along your travels. Uh, you've probably seen uh, Terrence Ferguson, being that you covered Georgia, and kind of the rest of these guys. If you can just talk about the guys that you're able to see right there on the, sc on the screen and um, maybe just kind of hit on some of those guys and, and kind of your general thoughts about uh, the guys that you've covered during this mm -hmm. class of 2021. Yeah, I start with Ferguson at the top, obviously, a Georgia kid. So I've watched him since his freshman year getting offers from, as a freshman, from schools like Bama and Georgia and Florida State and, and schools like that along the way. Uh, I, I think, you know, we have him 
as a tackle. I think he's kind of that – I've told Andrew Bone this. I mean, I think he's kind of that that tweener, right tackle, offensive guard. I could play even center uh, in college. But I could definitely say about Terrence is just the toughness. Where he comes from, Fort Valley, Georgia, Peach County, one of the top programs in the state. They've played for back-to-back state championships. He will come out prepared to play, prepared to work, and ready with that physical and mental toughness to his game. Other guys, Ian Jackson and Quinn Barnes, I've seen both of those guys practice games, camp settings over the last couple of years. And I think Ian's a guy who could be kind of a quiet leader uh, for his class. This class, when we look back, you know, two or three years from now, I think as a as a linebacker at Alabama, a very instinctive, smart player, takes good routes to the football, uh, reads his keys, gets downhill, uh, can play in space, can cover. And then a guy like Barnes, you know, a guy that, you know, obviously an interior guy in that 300-pound range, grew up playing basketball, pretty athletic there. I think he has to get stronger at the point of attack, has to refine his fundamentals and become just a more explosive, dynamic player to get in that rotation at Alabama. I think J.C. Latham's a guy I've seen a couple of times too. I now recently took over Florida, haven't seen him yet in person, but uh, this year, I saw him last year in person, and uh, I think for me, he's got five star written all over him potentially. I think he's right there on the cuffs at six zero. But I, I think arguably number one tackle in the country. Him and Amarius Mills kind of battling there head to head. And then Deontay Lawson, Tim Keenan. I've seen both of those guys. Lawson, I think is you know he's a guy we wanted to see spring summer in person to kind of reevaluate. Obviously, with the pandemic, haven't had the opportunity. Uh, but watching his senior film, he's put on a show. So I think you'll see a big rise in his ranking as well. An athletic linebacker. I saw Tim Keenan play just this past week. Uh, so Keenan's a, a guy, again, just plugs the middle of the defensive line. He's very strong. He he loves the game of football. I love Tim's passion, his leadership, how he plays the game, how he goes to work every day. He kind of plays with that chip on his shoulder. He's not 6'4". He's not the most athletic. Uh, you know, some people may have slow played him and, and kind of recruited him, but didn't take him per se. But he's a guy I think you know, people will look up three years from now and think, man, if I'm a Bama fan, I'm glad we signed that kid. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chad. Please uh, follow Chad Simmons on uh, social media. If you don't already, he has a great Instagram, a great Twitter as well, and does so much for uh, Rivals.com. So thank you very much, Chad, for everything that you do for Rivals.com. And thank you very much uh, um, for joining us today to talk about Jaquincy McCountry uh, along with um, other Alabama commitments.